0: Welcome to the latest edition of the Coach Jeff Wolbrin Show on 104.3 The Fan HD3 as we get set for a packed week of Denver Pioneers men's basketball, which uh, features three games for the first and probably only time this week, at least as the calendar goes, certainly the first time uh, in the regular season and only time which we got three games scheduled over three days and uh, excited to talk with Coach on uh, this week's episode of the show presented by the Pioneer Restaurant on Broadway just south of campus, and uh, we're going to have some fun talking about a 3 and one start to this 2022-23 season. My name is Tyler Mann, joined by Pioneers head coach Jeff Wolbrin as the Pioneers hit the road this week for a three-team, multi-team event uh, in New Orleans in the Big Easy, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about before that. A 3 and one start. Coach, it's been fun so far. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Tyler. Uh, Nice to be with you today. Uh, Certainly, everyone feels good after the win on the road uh, last Friday night, and um, but time to turn the page and prepare for the tournament this week.
0: It was a wild one uh, at Idaho State in Pocatello. It led to a lot of people texting me and telling me, man, you really need to get a damper or a, an equalizer <laughs> or a mixer for your audio feed because I screamed. Don't, don't
1: listen <laughs> to them. Tyler, you were great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when Tommy Bruner hit the go at three with 0. 0.8 seconds left, I screamed and blew out uh, everybody's speakers because that was the type of emotion that it was uh, in that game. And uh, the guys burst off the the sideline and, We're celebrating with Tommy out at half court. Um, Getting road wins is not easy. Getting road wins to open a season is especially not easy. And uh, doing it in a place that really had a pretty good atmosphere. There were fans who were getting into it or loud or right behind the bench. That was a fun way to kick off the road season and even more fun because you guys kick it off with a 70-69 to road win over Idaho State. Um, It's been a couple of days, but tell me your biggest takeaway from the Idaho State game, Coach.
1: Uh, really proud of of several things. You know, first of all, when, when you go on the road, there's an old adage that you you try to hang around and hang around and hang around, and then try to steal it at some point. You know, down the stretch of the game, and but that that's exactly what we did. And we, um, you know, we like to say you got to embrace the grind. And as a team, we did. We embraced the grind, and we got down, I think, as many as eight points, and we kept chipping away. We got some stops when we needed them and sure finished the game strong. Um, You know, you ask for takeaways. I I think 23 points uh, that we scored off of turnovers that we forced, that was huge. And, uh, you know, for our defense to be able to create easy offense for us is, uh, uh, is something I love and we'd like to see more of as the season progresses. But uh, really proud. I, you know, Tyler, I, I don't know that we win that game on the road Friday night without the setback against Sacramento State. And uh, and it's not the setback, but it's the lessons from the setback and the things that we pointed out to the team in our two days of preparation for this game that we needed to do better and that we couldn't take defensive possessions off. We needed five guys locked in playing with an edge. We needed to. We talked about playing with passion. And losing ourselves in the game and, you know, and keeping the team agenda at the forefront of our minds. And uh, we certainly did those things and boy, really executed down the stretch and uh, really proud. I think with 40 seconds left, we were down four and uh, it was our ball out of bounds and uh, beautiful execution to an OB under and uh, led to a Tevin dunk. Um, and we elected not to foul with, I think, 41 seconds to go. And uh, we 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 put confidence in our defense to get a stop, and we did. We came through. We forced a bad shot, and then we secured the rebound, and uh, had a, a timeout uh, with six and a half seconds to go. And um, we 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 put in a play that we had run very similar to what we had run for Coben a lot last year, uh, where we we have him set a screen and we have him slip out of it early. And usually two guys stay on the ball, and that's exactly what happened. Two guys were were very conscious of Tevin driving to the basket and stayed on the ball, and Tommy was wide open. And that was one of his options. And Tevin made the right read, and Tommy hit a big-time shot.
0: You know, it's uh, I asked Tommy as we were walking out of the building, I said, what does that feel like to hit a shot in that moment, in that circumstance, uh, and to know that you probably just won your team the game? And he said – it felt the opposite of the last one because there was an earlier sequence in which Tommy was open airball to three uh, earlier down the stretch in the final minute. He got an opportunity at redemption and he cashes in on it. And to see the way the guys burst off the bench and the emotion and the intensity, you know, there there is so much talk about the, the negatives of the social media era and all that. But one thing that's very cool is you kind of get to be a little bit part of the celebration if you're a Pioneers fan because you see the video that goes up on social media of what it was like in that locker room uh, to celebrate to be able to do that and to win a close game on the road, your first road trip of the season, you're talking about the lessons you learned from Sacramento State. How important is a win like that in your first road game of the year to be able to do it while gutting it out in that final couple of minutes?
1: Yeah, Tyler, my my hope is it instills confidence in our guys to know that we can go on the road and we can be successful. And we we followed a plan, we executed the game plan. We 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 as I said, we we hung around and. Uh, we we got stops when we needed them we we had some great offensive execution down the stretch and um, uh, you know I hope that that instills confidence and and we can build on that and you know you uh, you know as as we rebuild the program and we make progress it's you know some of the things that you uh, that you instill and you're trying to change the the mindset is so important to what we do and You know, I remember saying last year, you know, the days of showing up at 7 p.m. to play the game are over. We're going to show up at 7 p.m. to win the game and take the game away from someone. And, you know, and now going on the road, it's not a we're going to tip it off and see what happens. You know, you're going to tip it off. And, you know, we talked about playing before the game. I mean, in my pregame talk, playing with an unbridled, you know, determination and desire and effort. You know, and I asked them if they knew what unbridled meant, and they really didn't. And so I said, "I, I said there, there are no limits, you know, to the passion, to the desire, to the determination that you display in your pursuit of success on the road." And that's uh, that's where we were, and and boy, they they lost themselves in the game. And uh, you know, to be honest with you, I've played that shot over many many times. Um, and the coolest thing is to watch the bench react and that the guys who weren't in the game and that even before it left his hand, uh Tyree Corbett, who who was on the bench at the time, you know, he was the first guy standing with his arms up and even before Tommy released it. And and just as you say, to watch that type of reaction and to see our players enjoy each other's success and celebrate over team success. That's what you strive for. You know, that that's what it's all about. And Gosh, you you say so many times as a head coach, you know, this experience is all about the relationships that you make with each other, and it's all about the team success. That's what you will remember 5, 10, and 20 years from now, and that was a moment they'll always remember. That was great
0: the pioneers uh off to a three and one start their best since 2015 2016 and uh coach for for you guys as you hit the road for a multi-team event you've got four games. In your back pocket now. And all of the margins against Division One opponents have been five points or fewer. So your team is learning how to play in tight games. Um, what have you liked most about what your guys have learned from game one, the win over Idaho through last time out? I know we've talked so much about, you know, the necessity of being competitive every single possession. If you had to distill the first two weeks and, and what you like most of these guys have grown with, what would it be? Uh,
1: you know, I think this early in the season, I think offensively, Uh, We're probably in a pretty good place. I I think on the season, we're shooting above 50% from the field. I thought I told the team early on that, you know, over the first six, seven games, the teams that display the most discipline in in terms of shot selection, you know, that usually spells success, especially early in the year when teams are trying to figure each other out and and trying to figure themselves out. And I think our shot selection has been good. You know, I, I think we're one of the top 50 schools in the country in terms of two point field goal percentage. You know, and what that means is we're getting the ball to the paint. We're getting the ball to the bigs. We're, our guards are attacking the paint. We're having multiple paint touches on each possession. Uh, we're shooting. Uh, you know, in the high fifty percent from two, and uh, you know that that's great. We know our strengths, and and you know Marco hit a big three in, in that game. toco hit a big three, uh, and they came inside out. So it was it was penetration, and then as the defense collapsed, we kicked for open threes, and and that's that's how we should get our threes. So um, I, I think our shot selection has been pretty good, especially early in the year. I think our discipline to execute. Our sets and our offense has been pretty good. Uh, and, and I think improving with each game, um, the unselfishness should be uh, something that you always see when you watch Denver basketball, um, you know, and, and on the defensive end of the floor, I think that's the area that we have the most room for improvement and growth. And uh, but uh, it improved, you know, you, you just want to see some progress and the coolest thing is to point things out to a team and, uh, you know, whether in this case it was after a setback to Sacramento State and then watch the guys really intent on making a difference and applying the the constructive criticism and the suggestions that they hear and, uh, and then go out and execute them. So um, rebounding, I think we can do better. I thought that'd be an area of strength and I think it will be as the season goes on and I think we need our guards to rebound a little more. We mentioned that to Tev before last game and Tevin grabbed six defensive rebounds, which is a huge help. But, um, uh, no, uh, you know, we had a stretch there, Tyler, where we got the ball to Lucas on four straight possessions. He backed his man down and scored two layups. And on the third time we got it to him, he saw Tommy in the on the weak side uh, corner, and he drilled him with a laser pass for a made three. And then the next time he touched it, Toko dove from the opposite post And we he got found. So, you know, I I always believe good things happen when the ball hits the paint. And uh, those were big plays down the stretch of a game.
0: What well, was a heck of a finish uh for the Pioneers on the road in Pocatello, Idaho to get a 70 to 69 win over Idaho State. And uh for Denver, we got three teams to preview coming up because the Pioneers are playing in the Big Easy Classic coming up this week uh in New Orleans. IUPUI, the Citadel and the University of New Orleans. We're going to preview those when we return. It's the Coach Jeff Wilber show talking Denver Pioneers men's hoops presented by the Pioneer Restaurant back in a moment on 104.3 The Fan HD3. Back again on 104.3 The Fan HD3 as we uh, hit the kind of first real meaty stretch of the 2022-23 Denver Pioneer men's basketball season. And we are talking with the head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wolburn, on this week's edition of the Coach Jeff Wolburn Show presented by the Pioneer Restaurant. Coach, you and your guys hitting the road to take on the New Orleans Privateers as one of your three squads that you will see coming up this week uh, in this multi-team event in New Orleans, former conference mates uh, of the Denver Pioneers, actually back in the Sun Belt days. And um, for your guys, you get to play three games in three days in this big, easy classic. And that's not something that you do a whole lot throughout the season, but it is something that potentially... Could pay huge dividends down the road because you're eventually going to get to a conference tournament and you may have to play three games in three days. You'd like to play three games over four days. But uh, what exactly are the the lessons that you feel like when you, you know, you're learning as an 18 to 22 year old or 23 year old athlete or whatever it is, how to keep your body right, maintain yourself for three games over a span of really not even 72 hours. Um, What what are the biggest lessons that guys can learn from something like this?
1: Yeah, well, you you read my mind, and and that's why we scheduled a, an MTE where we, we do play three games in three days. It, it lends great experience before you get to a conference tournament situation at the end of the year uh, to to have to play in back to back games, and in this case, three in a row. And uh, it, you know, we we tell our guys all the time, every guy on. You know, the place college basketball has professional aspirations. And, you know, I I'd like to tell them, you know, you need to be a pro before you're a pro. And what that means is, you know, you're cognizant about getting enough your proper nutrition. You're cognizant about hydrating. You're cognizant about getting enough rest, you know, each night and you know, getting the treatment that you need for your body, you know, and being proactive about it, even when you're feeling good. And Of course, all those things I just mentioned are really, really important in a a situation like this, three games in three days. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, there's a level of maturity that you do the right things when you enter these situations. And what I like to say is, you know, we've got to do everything possible to enhance our chances for success. And, um, uh, you know, certainly we'll we'll do that. And, uh, you know, from a coaching staff standpoint, we'll have the scouting reports ready and, and get them over in a clear and concise way to our players. And they've got to digest that, uh, a lot of material here in, in just a few days, but we're looking forward to it. We really are. It's uh, uh, you know, three more opportunities on the road and uh, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're hoping to build some momentum from our win the other night and uh, just to continue to make progress, you know, and not stand still and, and be happy There's you know, we, I, I think when I met with the team yesterday after uh, we took Saturday off, I said, uh, you know, there needs to be, there should be a tremendous feeling of optimism and enthusiasm among the team that uh, we know we're not playing our best ball of uh, that, that we can. And, you know, there's room for growth. And uh, that, that's the really exciting thing. So, you know, when we practice today, we need to see a really, really hungry team when they step between the lines and hungry to get better and hungry to continue to make progress. And, uh, and I think we have that. I think that's our mindset.
0: Well, you will kick things off coming up on Wednesday against IUPUI. That's a 3 o'clock Mountain Time. Thursday on Thanksgiving at 3 o'clock Mountain Time, you'll take on the Citadel. And then Friday, you'll take on the host school in New Orleans. Let's talk about IUPUI first. Uh, the Jaguars in their second year under a coaching staff, they really struggled last year. Uh, but they've shown some improvements, some roster changes, uh, and all of that coming into this season. What do you see from IUPUI that kind of presents challenges? And and how do you plan on you know going in on Wednesday and trying to start this thing on the right foot?
1: Yeah, uh, they've uh, they've added a ton of junior college players to their rosters, so they've got experienced, uh, uh, mature, uh, physical, athletic players, and uh, I think their uh, their identity is that they're a great driving team. Uh, they'll apply pressure in the full court, apply pressure in the half court defensively, and uh, and, and then offensively, they're all looking to get to the basket and uh, and drive you. So. You know, I would I would say, first of all, our floor balance is, and when I say that, it's when we're on offense and a shot goes up, we've got to have three guys sprinting back to cover the backcourt. And uh, that's really important. Our transition defense is really important. They will look to attack in transition. Um, and then once we're in the half court, I think our ability to protect the paint and uh, what we call our gap defense or gap activity uh, we we need to be in those gaps. So when they uh, they look at their defender, they see uh, another defender on uh, on either side of him. So those are really important. And then, you know, maybe the third key of the game would be uh, something that I think is so important all the time, but especially early in the season, and that's, you know, I think the most disciplined team will win. and, and that's the team that executes their uh, the, their offense the best, that makes good decisions, that shoots good shots. Uh, you know, defensively executes their defensive principles, and uh, you know we we have a term on the defense that we would say just be solid. And being solid means you know don't don't go for steals and risk not getting them, and then expose the defense to penetration. Just be solid, do what we ask you, and you know I, I love. The greatest definition of discipline I've ever heard is to to do what you're supposed to do at the time you're supposed to do it to the very best of your ability. And we remind the guys all the time, you know, that that's what it takes. And uh, so uh, I, I think that's a recipe for success, especially early in the year.
0: We're going to take a look at all three of these opponents. You get the Citadel in game number two um, and uh, a school that, uh, you know, obviously you kind of expect the Citadel to be one of those schools sort of like a service academy that plays a disciplined brand of basketball. Um, but what do you know about the Citadel? These are, you know, opponents that you guys don't see very often, although weirdly two of them, former conference mates, the Pioneers, IUPY, former Summit League school. But tell us about what you know about the Citadel so far, looking at them for Thursday.
1: Yeah, you know, conversely, if uh... – guarding the paint and defending against drives is what we need to do to be successful against IUPUI. It's defending the three against the Citadel uh, prolific three point shooting team. Uh, you know, we, we, we like to, in our scouting reports, we we refer to elite level shooters as hots and they have four to five on the court at one time, which really stretches your defense, you know, it can make you susceptible to back doors and, and, uh, um, touches but uh we we will have to eliminate threes not just contest them but eliminate them and uh that that will be the the task at hand when we play the Citadel.
0: All right, Coach, then you get to see the host school on Friday in New Orleans uh, against the Privateers. That's a school that actually uh, has a familiar face and in, in former Pioneers guard Jordan Johnson on it. Now, J.J. might not play. He hurt his foot last time out. But um, this New Orleans program getting to, to be the school that plays host to a multi-team event. Obviously, there are a lot of advantages that come along with that. But you'll be catching them on the last day of three straight games and three straight days. Uh, what stands out to you about the Privateers?
1: I would tell you maybe a combination of uh, the first two teams, uh, very capable and good three-point shooters. Uh, JJ's having a, a nice year for for New Orleans. I think he's averaging about 15 points a game and you know we we wish him well. He needed to get closer to home and uh, um, so I, I'm sure the move's been been good for him and he's helped his team. Um, but they're also good at attacking the basket. They have a post game as well. So I I would say a little more conventional attack than the first two opponents and much more balanced and um, we'll need to be at our best, certainly. And, uh, you know, you as a team, you go in and it's, it's one at a time. And, you know, our focus and preparation today and tomorrow will be for IUPUI and and then uh, you know, then it's quick preparation, and you really once you get into the second game, Tyler, you you don't have court time to to go through th- things. So I was telling uh, Ari Stern, our our director of ops, this morning, let's make sure that we have a ballroom available to us where we can uh, you know map out a, a court on the carpet and and walk through things, and that's really important in a, a tournament like this where you you play multiple games in successive days.
0: That was what I was gonna ask you. Is the the challenge of being able to, to get through to guys, you know, you play game one, you hope to come away with a win. And then it's really all right, flush and dump all the stuff that you learned for IUPY, because now you got to get all this stuff into your hard drive for the Citadel. And then after Thursday, you got to do the same thing and get it all in for New Orleans. How challenging is that for you guys as a staff? The luxury is you've got an assistant who can do the scouts in advance for all three of these teams. But for your roster, you've got to be able to have guys, okay, we got this one behind us now. Let's focus entirely on this team, but we really only have less than 24 hours to do that. How much of a challenge is that? Uh,
1: you know, I think you need a short, uh, short memory. You know, whether you whether you win or whether you lose uh, a game, you know, you got, got to put that behind you. You got to go to the next task at hand, and uh, uh, you, you know, you, you again, whether you win or lose, it, it's refocus and understand what the elements uh, are necessary for success. And, you know, I think I've mentioned this to you a lot of times, Tyler, I I don't know that we ever talk about winning a game, you you know, like, right. It's every preparation is here's what we need to do to be successful. Here's what we need to do to enhance our chances for success, you know, offensively and defensively. And, and uh, that, that's how we will approach all three games. And uh, this really uh, tests the assistance you know, to, to have these scouts, there's a ton of work that goes into preparing a scouting report. And, you know, we're at the point in the season where teams have played four or five games and, you know, each uh, assistant has scout responsibilities. They've watched all, all the games and they've got to convey all this information in a pretty succinct, concise um, period of time to the guys. And uh, our guys do a great job of that.
0: All right coach then I'm going to ask you the question that everybody asks me when I tell them that we're going to be on the road over this week which is what's the Thanksgiving plan? It's the first time that I've been on the road with you guys at all. I am unbeaten on the road for the first time in Lucky my career you. which is fantastic. I got a perfect 1000 winning percentage this year as do you and your team this season. What's the Thursday plan for us? What are we doing?
1: Lucky you. Huh? You get to be with the, the DU <laughs> men's I'm basketball very program for Thanksgiving. I mean, all your wishes were granted. In New right? Orleans, a place it,
0: where I've never been, I've always wanted to go. I'm excited.
1: Good. Well, <laughs> we won't be with you when you go down to uh, the Big Easy there, and uh, uh, you'll be on your own. I'm we'll, on we'll my own, traveling
0: hotel. down. I'll get to meet you guys uh, on Tuesday evening. So yeah, I'll I'll catch you a little bit later. I may, you know, like immediately go to Cafe Dumont and just try to eat my body weight in in beignets. But by the time I see you, I'll have all the powdered sugar off. I I swear.
1: Well, it's uh, you know it's a little different. Uh, it's not your 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 stereotypical Thanksgiving meal. We actually play that day at four o'clock. So the the plan will be to uh, uh, we'll go out. We'll play the game at four, and then when we come back from the game, we'll you know we usually have a nice dinner waiting for the team. And this one will be a Thanksgiving theme. So we'll have turkey and stuffing for you, Tyler. You won't go without. And you'll have great company. What more could you ask for?
0: I can't wait. I'm very excited. And uh, we're going to have some fun this week in New Orleans. The Pioneers against IUPUI, the Jaguars on Wednesday at 3 o'clock Mountain Time, the Citadel Bulldogs on Thursday at 3 o'clock Mountain Time, and the New Orleans Privateers coming up on Friday at 1 o'clock. Three games in three days for the Pioneers. And then off until the following Thursday with a, a road trip to Houston. Christian But will obviously get to preview that a little bit coming up uh, as the week goes along. He's the head coach of Denver Pioneers, man basketball jeff Wilburn, uh coach can't wait to see you, uh, uh tomorrow we're recording this on monday i'll see you guys tomorrow in new orleans and we'll have some fun this week thanks great looking forward to it tyler glad you're gonna be with us can't wait to be there wrapping up this week's edition of the coach jeff Wilburn show on 104.3 the fan hd3 we'll talk to you on wednesday afternoon for the kickoff for a first of three games in three days from new orleans he's jeff Wilburn. i'm tyler maud talk to you then